I mean, we'll see if playoff Kyle Lowry shows up. And by playoff Kyle Lowry, I mean zero points for the game. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, first of all, Kyle said, put some respect on my name. I am a champion, sir. <laughs> um, Actually, what Kyle said is, my room number is 836. Come see me. <laughs> facts. Facts. If it's, if it's really a problem, we can deal with it. From tip off to buzzer beater, kick off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. All right, welcome back to Triple Overtime, everybody. It's your host, Tiago, alongside Tony and Cliff, as usual. Fellas, how you doing? I'm feeling great. Oh, I'm living the dream. Feeling great, living the dream. All right, well, obviously, uh, we should all be feeling that way because we have basketball back. Uh, we have a lot of uh, NBA talk and a lot to get into. So let's just get right into it, gentlemen. So... I'd like to start with something that I don't usually do on this show. Hardly ever. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I know where this is going. Well, you're not making it easy, are you? You're not making it easy. It, <laughs> no, like, I, I'm, you see, like, I'm trying to do something. You're not help me out. Well, never. needless to say, what I like to do is issue a formal apology uh, to the entire Phoenix Suns organization and uh, to our... Uh, to, to the to the to their representative, their closet representative, uh, Clifford, uh, because apparently they knew something that the rest of the world did not know, and that they are a completely different team at this point in the bubble. Um, they've apparently changed. Devin Booker is apparently Michael Jordan reincarnate. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but Phoenix is on a tear, and apparently the only person who predicted it was our very own Cliff. So Cliff, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna just let you take the reins. I mean, enjoy the moment. Well, like everyone everyone oh, I I've, I've been enjoying it for the last couple of days. Trust me. I've been I've been waiting for this moment. Thank you, thank you all. Um so everyone not, who Hold on, real fast, real fast. I'm not apologizing. Uh, I don't even, I, I don't expect I still, you to. I literally still stand by everything I said. Like I don't I don't even care like it doesn't even bother me like it's, they're still it Phoenix. Like they're still they're gonna win out and still not make the playoffs. It's fine. It's fine. As you, as you guys keep listening to this to this great podcast, you'll realize that I'm I'm right most of the time. So it's okay. We'll ooh, just get ooh, used to ooh, this. Ooh, ooh. I'll let you slide, but keep going. Anyways, anyways, let, let him live on for this all cloud. the let him live on for this all cloud. the for all the basketball fans out there who don't actually watch the games and are just not realizing that Devin Booker is light skinned Kobe. Uh, welcome, welcome. Okay, <laughs> welcome. Uh, Monty Williams has actually done a really good job coaching his team, like I said before. And surprise, surprise, they're winning games. Well, actually, not surprise, surprise. It's just they're a young team and then bad. Well, this is this is one thing I'll say. Forget, I'll forget. We'll, we'll, let's close the parade. No parade necessary. The bubble has been great for this exact reason. We're starting to see teams that aren't you know good or don't get primetime games, and we're starting to see them play basketball which I think is good for a lot of casual fans who don't get a chance to watch these guys because they just think like, oh, their record sucks. So they must be really, really bad. No, not necessarily. They have a lot of good players on their team. They just, sometimes they lose games. Well, I a lot of the that. time. A lot of the time. They lose yeah, games. most of the time. Well, I mean, they're in a really, really tough conference as we're seeing in this bubble. Yeah, but I I, I don't know, man. Like, this is, this is one of those, I mean, what do we, we had a whole episode about betting on bubble games. This is I should those. have. I should have. <laughs> you should. You, you <laughs> legit probably would have made some bank. But um, the thing is, is that like 
nobody expected the Suns to come out like this. Even you, Cliff. Yes, uh, I did. Uh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Let's let's don't cap. Like, let's stop. Just mm. stop. Okay. My fitted is on, and it ain't coming off. Mm. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you never expected them to beat the Clippers. Like, let's be honest here. That was never an an expectation of them. You expected what we predicted is they would go five hundred in the bubble. So right now they're what five and zero. Oh? Yes, sir. They're the last undefeated team in the bubble. Devin exactly. Booker is averaging 29 points, shooting 50% yes. in the bubble. Nobody expected that. Nobody. Because nobody expected. There's certain, there were certain teams that they <laughs> shouldn't beat. Even you said they shouldn't beat the Clippers. They beat the Clippers. You Let's talk about saying? that Mavericks. Let's talk about that Mavericks game. That's what I want to talk about. I'm waiting for the second one. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hit me on the back end of that conversation. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I I understand. We can keep we can duck and dodge. I understand. <laughs> well, well, I, I don't think they. Be, I still don't think they beat them twice. Anyways, but my point is, is that let's look at the Lakers. Have the Lakers been playing their best basketball for the of the season so far? I mean, nah. I mean, if they what difference does it make? They already clinched the one seed. No, no, I, I get that. But even before they clinched the one seed, I mean, the the opening night, did LeBron look like LeBron? He still doesn't look like LeBron. And we're I mean, seven well, games the in. three of us watched the game, you know, via Zoom together. And he didn't look his dominant best player in the world. He doesn't look like the best player in the bubble right now. No, nah, he, he doesn't he look didn't top look great, five but, in the bubble right now. No, nah, he he didn't look great by any, by any means. Um, and then over the over the course of the last couple of games, he's still posting his usual numbers. You know, twenty eight, eight and eight. But you know, they're Frank Vogel's playing with rotations. There's a lot of different things yeah. that are going on. And yeah, exactly. Uh, I think the they, point, just, they clinch. One. They just don't. They, yes, but they just don't look like they're. Firing on all cylinders yet. Now they have time, and I'm not saying anything bad against the Lakers. My point is this the bubble has treated teams differently. So despite the Suns, you know, current successes, I'm not handing them a title or anything like that. Like to me, they're still the Suns. They just had they just got the good uh dice roll, so to speak, coming into the bubble. You know, they they're young, they're one of the youngest teams in the NBA. They they're obviously they're hungry, they're ready for it. They I mean, we even talked about it on this this podcast. We were like, the Suns got an invitation to the bubble. Like, why did they get an invitation to the bubble? Once they got that invitation to the bubble, you don't think that those guys got, you know what? This is our time. This is our time to get crazy and and show people what we can actually do. And they came in with that fire and that hunger. And some of the higher seeded teams, I don't think are ready for it. And some of the, I mean, you look like the Lakers, like it seemed like, I'm not going to say that they were taking those, those hundred plus days off, but there's, they they did not look ready, especially especially against uh, some of those in the really early games. They did not look ready. Yeah, you know, and and to that point, you know, I think with Phoenix coming in, you know, because you know Cliff came out and said, "Well, look, you know, guys who don't know who Devin Booker is, I think everybody knows who Devin Booker is. I think everybody knows Devin Booker is that dude. I don't think the question was ever about Devin Booker. I think the question was about can this team around him be successful enough to." put him in a position where he can be a winner in this league, which for the most part has not been the case. But Monty Williams begs to differ. And he, um, I think it says a lot more about him than it says about Devin Booker. Because nothing that Devin Booker is doing right now is anything that he hasn't done before. But the difference to me is Monty Williams and what he's done with this team and coaching and Aiton and, you know, Rubio and, and all these other guys who are complimenting 
what Devin Booker is doing right now. So it, it's we fantastic. Just, we, just for love, we just love the energy switch. We really do. We love it on this side. You guys are just naming all the players on the roster now. What do you mean? You know I've always Monty. known the players on the roster. This is just lovely. I'm this the is biggest Kelly Oubre I love to fan hear all Earth. this. I'm loving Don't you know that? I told yeah, you that. Right. I was like, Kelly Oubre is coming. You're yeah, like, right. whatever. Hey, you remember that. When he was on Washington, you didn't like him. But anyways, I digress. For good reason. He wasn't good on Washington. He was much I, better. I Phoenix. saw the potential. I saw the potential. Anyways, I digress. The point is, is that <laughs> even with Phoenix doing what they're doing, I mean, if they get into that playing position, you know, eight seed, losing the first round, I think that's amazing. I think it's amazing for their season. I think it's amazing for Devin Booker. And it's great for that team. Um, segwaying into the Lakers, because um, obviously, while Phoenix has been looking hot, the Lakers have been looking less than ideal. Um, what do you guys think? Because I, I feel that with some of the new additions and with Frank Vogel trying to get the chemistry right with J.R. Smith back in, in, in a rotation, uh, sometimes starting Dwight, not starting Dwight. Danny Green's uh, been getting some rest. Rondo isn't even going to show up for maybe another two to three weeks. So how do you feel? Do you feel that they'll be able to get this chemistry and rotation in time for the second round? Assuming they make it out of the first? So, all right. So, well, before we start just tearing the Lakers down, the Lakers aren't the only top-tier team that doesn't, they don't look, you know, as, you know, elite as before. I mean, they're still good teams. They're just, I think they're just a little rusty. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, they've all looked very mortal these couple games. Um, I don't think it's really that big of an issue right now. I do think that if the Trailblazers get that AFC, that that series is not going to be as easy as Laker fans want it to be. I don't think that. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna make them play, because um, we seen we see. I, well, I was talking to some other friends. I called that OKC was gonna beat them. The Lakers struggle with multiple guards. That's not their thing. That's not their forte. So um, yeah, Dame's gonna cause a little issue for them. So is CJ. But far as me being like worried about like Bron and AD being able to turn it on, like uh, I really won't know until the first series. But I'm almost sure that they will be able. They'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, we're still talking about professional basketball here, and we're still talking about the Lakers, who are, you know, they're they are the number one seed already. They're the best team in the NBA for a reason. Like, they're not. I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a tough struggle to tough conversation to have, just because you know we haven't been able to watch a lot of basketball in the last you know couple of months. So to to say where teams will be after having several months off and then coming in, I, it's hard. It's a hard. I mean, this is already, I mean, how many times have we said it? Like, it's already not the expected outcome already. So to say where we're going to be two weeks from now, to say, you know, the Lakers are going to be the best team and the Suns are going to suck, like that right now is a weird conversation to have versus, you know, a month ago, that's that's the obvious conversation to have. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. So okay. so to me, I don't I don't know, but I mean... This is still LeBron James. This is still Anthony Davis. They still have a really, really good team built around them. It's hard to say that they're not going to be even in the even in their worst, you know, the worst that they've looked this year, which so far, in my opinion, has been in the bubble. I still think that they're still going through the second round easy. For sure. For I, sure. I think that the teams, the teams have had that have had the fewest additions going into the bubble, as far as like players added. Uh, they all, to me, look the best. Uh, their chemistry is way better, as it should be. Uh, the bubble is going to benefit role players. 
So if guys are, if the role players have been in the system for a while, those teams are seeming to look a lot better than, you know, guys like the Lakers are still trying to integrate like two or three guys that they just signed like two weeks ago. So, uh, I mean, that's not all of their issues. I mean, Danny Green can't make a shot to save his life, but, you know, yeah, they'll figure time. it out. Yeah, Danny always figures it out. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd give it time with him. But, I mean, how long do you feel that the bubble will be the bubble? You know, because everyone's saying, you know, the bubble, bubble's different, bubble creates this. You know, even LeBron himself said that, you know, playing in an empty gym and is, is weird. There's different dynamics, things of that nature. At what point do we feel that the bubble will no longer be the bubble where it's just going to be like, yo, this is hoops. This is playoff basketball. Doesn't matter if we're playing in a bubble in a gym, we could be playing in the backyard. It's, it's playoff basketball at this point. At, at what point do you guys feel that transition will be made? I, I think it's already there. A yeah. Little bit. Facts. I mean, I, agree. I mean, we're, 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 you know, most of the teams have already played at least half their games. You know, there's four games deep on, I think all the teams have played at least four games. Um, so I think, I think we're already there, but, you know, it is it is a different game. You can't say it's not a different game. I mean, the refs are going to hear the slap when when somebody gets fouled now that you know that they wouldn't hear over a crowd before. There's going to be uh, things that are are not as distracting. Free throws, like you know, Cliff said a couple weeks ago, free throws, shooting, all that's going to be better because the distractions, all the noise from outside, is no longer there. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I think we're already to the point where the bubble. I mean, we're, we're I mean, the hoops are hoops. They've been there for you know. They've been playing games now for over a week. They have been playing, you know, being in the bubble together for about three weeks. So I think we're at a point now where this is, if they're not used to it at this point, they're not going to be successful, like period. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I agree. No, I can, I can I agree. see that. That's absolutely fair. All right, guys. Well, let's jump into this real quick. And, and uh, I want to go over some key matchups before the playoff starts. Um, so as of this episode tonight, Nuggets Lakers, um, how do you feel about that matchup? Is that one that the Lakers need to win kind of moving forward or what do we think about that? The Lakers don't need to do anything. Yeah. The Lakers chemistry are wise, they're, they're anything. The, they're the, I mean, I mean, the only thing they can obviously do they clinched the one, but just chemistry, right. getting Dion incorporated, getting Jr. I just think they should start giving those guys more minutes. I mean, you get those guys, you give the, just like Vogel's been doing, mm -hmm. change up the rotations, give guys more minutes that haven't been seeing a lot of minutes. Get them comfortable. Get them into their groove. That way they can hit their stride going into the playoffs. Okay. But at this point, to say anything is a must win or anything like that for the Lakers is, is I don't know, gotcha. pointless. Gotcha. Okay. Matchup, uh, not right before that, but the marquee matchup before that. Raptors, Bucks. Uh, does it mean anything? I mean, is this a... I mean, could we be seeing a potential Eastern Conference Finals matchup? Not if the Bucks um, keep playing like the Bucks been playing. Well, y'all know I don't. I, I, mm, I don't. I don't think Milwaukee's going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. Um, I they don't, they don't look. You. They don't look very sharp right now. But they're still putting up one thirty a night. So I mean, no, no, no like know. they, they, they're still. But they're not doing it in a. In, in my opinion, they're not doing it as efficiently as they, you know, are. Look at the look at the Bucks six months ago and look at them now. Are they the same team? Yes or no? Honestly, to me, they are. And you know what's crazy is that. Watching that game, every time the every time the Mavs, every time the Bucks went on a run against the Mavericks, guess who was on the bench? The the reigning Giannis, MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
Yeah. And he just, it's like they play better when he's not on the court. And I think, and I know people are going to listen. They're going to think, wow, that's wild to say that. Giannis is the MVP. But honestly, if you, if you watch the way they play when he's on the bench, it's, it's almost significantly better. I'd say the GOAT, the real GOAT of that team, Brooke Lopez, I mean, he put up 24 and a quarter as they went on that I think run. They play, I think they play a lot more team ball when he was not on. Like he slows the ball down to them a lot. And Giannis is, is mm-hmm. I was almost used the word skilled, but I don't want to get yelled at. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, Giannis is a very talented individual. Um, but unfortunately, he is not the most talented in ISO positions at the three-point line. So how many times have we seen him walk across half court and expect the ball to be passed to him? Yeah. And sure. if he can't, if he can't body somebody up, get a spin move and get a free look to the inside of the paint and right. he has to pass it out. So yeah. And he's when, not doing much off ball either. So no. So when he's not on the court, now you actually can run a full offense the way it's meant to be run. It's not just Giannis demanding the ball, which is kind of, I don't know. It's kind of sad to me because it's, it's, it's hard to watch that team with him right now for, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. When he's on the court, that's their play. Their play is give Giannis the ball. Hopefully, he can he can make a guy you know late to the to the spot and get a dunk over him, and hopefully get an N one. Yeah. That's uh, I don't know if that's your game plan, but it's funny because when they, he's not in, their game plan looks so efficient. Like they are yeah, getting it's, they're getting they're passing really the ball really well. They they're generating really really good high quality shots. You know they it's remind very me when when he's not on the court, they look like Toronto. Hmm. That's very you see interesting. what I'm saying? Like, that's Toronto. How is Toronto so good? They don't have a superstar. I mean, Pascal Siakam is definitely coming into his own, but... Yeah, Pascal's great. Just, but I, I think t- but, Toronto's great because of the way they run with uh, uh, Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry. Um, well, they, they all shooting. trust each... Well, they trust each other to do each other's jobs. Like, they're... Yeah. Nobody there oversteps their job. Nobody yeah. there is trying to compensate for anybody else. Yeah, or, t- Toronto or looks that they really have. good. They play no hero ball. There's no hero ball. Exactly. They play like the old Spurs. Exactly. I mean, we'll see if playoff Kyle Lowry shows up. And by playoff Kyle Lowry, I mean zero points for the game. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, first of all, Kyle said, put some respect on my name. I am a champion, sir. (laughs) Um, Actually, what Kyle said is, my room number is 836. Come see me. (laughs) Facts. Facts. If If it's really a problem, we can deal with it. Yeah, for real. Uh, nah, like I was saying, we talked about the Bucks earlier a couple months ago when the season was in full swing. I I remember saying Chris Middleton is the engine for that team. If Chris Middleton is balling in the playoffs, the Bucks can go wherever. Like if Chris mm-hmm. Middleton is doing like he's because he is their offensive weapon that can get his own shot for on sure. anywhere on the floor. So if he is taking out of the equation, the Bucks aren't winning anything because of Giannis's cap on his ability at the moment. Okay. And that's not me being cold on Giannis. That's just facts. It is what no, it is. It's facts. He can't, to me, I feel, feel Brook is more yeah. important. I feel Brook is more offensive, important. Their offensive... You know, well, Brook has to be hitting shots too because yeah. that's who spaces the floor for them. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. Chris Middleton, if he is playing as, as Bleacher Report or whoever had him as a top 10 player in the league, Milwaukee will be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out. But if, like you guys are saying, if it's just Giannis walking up the court and just trying to, you know, bully ball himself to the rim, he ain't winning no title like that. Not this year. Yeah, that's true. I don't think in, in today's NBA you can win the title like that, to be honest. Yeah, hey, you I mean, playoff time it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I mean, let's work. let's look at it. I mean, 
what what is what is Braun developed the later in his career the more that the NBA has changed? Like, what did he have to develop to beat the Warriors consistently? He had to learn how to shoot. He couldn't bully ball his way to the rack because guess what? Three points are more than two points. So once he learned how to, how to have a, sh- I mean, when he was in Miami, he, he he gained a shot, but like that had to grow with him. You see what I'm saying? Like he had to add yeah, to his repertoire. Yeah. He learned Yo, that. Too. Actually, yeah. off of like not even like saying going down the the route of Giannis has to get this or has to get that. Uh, I think one thing if he did add not like not a jump shot, not anything like that. If he just added um, post moves or just had more reps, not even actual like vision when he kicks the ball out, like. If you watched like Instant Mavericks last night, like his kickouts was just like he was just prayers. He was just throwing the ball out. Like he wasn't actually reading mm, anything. Yeah. He was just driving. If he gets stopped, he's trying to like he's in the air trying to find someone. Like if he was to, because I mean it's kind of hard for me to compare people to LeBron because he's so good at manipulating defenses and making passes. But of course, Giannis might never reach that level skill wise with court vision. But if he could I just, I don't think that's his add yeah. some type of pieces to that. But see, the thing is, is that Giannis is so one sided right now. He's so one-sided. Absolutely. And that's what always scares me in the playoffs because I just, I don't, there are no one-sided champions. At least if he were to incorporate, like, you know, spend a summer with, with Hakeem. Like, if he were to incorporate some post moves, because if you saw him, and when he would back people down, I mean, he had no moves, no shake, no wiggle, no nothing. I mean, he would maybe position himself in a way and throw up some kind of janky floater that didn't go in half the time. So I'm like, yo, how does a dude this big have no moves? So I, I, you know, and again, not to knock him. Obviously, he's gotten this far, but I feel like that's a really big, big thing because then he resorts to bully ball. I think there were three charges within the course of 10 minutes that he drew. I mean, that's just not going to work. But um, nonetheless, we'll see what happens with the Bucks and, um, and, and them moving forward. Moving on to Tuesday real quick, just two quick matchups that I wanted to touch base on. Uh, Trailblazers, Mavs. Obviously, this is real big for the Blazers. Um, Dame, we saw him miss two big free throws against the Clippers. That's not like Dame. Um, it's it's, it's crazy right. stuff. I, I mean, I would right. bounce back. He'll bounce He'd be back. all right. Matter of fact, I'm watching him bounce back right now. He's about to annihilate the Sixers. <laughs> hey, it oh, is. Sure. It is. I'm sure. He's going well, to lock him up on the outside now. It's over. That's it. So, Blazers, Mavericks, yeah. who you think takes that? Uh, I'm gonna take Blazers, man. It's Dame time. Like he's, they're what half game back? Or are they a whole game back? I think it's going to be a play, bro. I'm hoping the best case scenario for me I, is a play in with Portland and Phoenix. Well, I know that I know the the West the West is uh, just locked in a play in. Yeah, yeah, they are right. Yeah, that was right. Right, I said that right. Who they're, they're close. I think the West the West just locked in a play in. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so the yeah. Grizzlies, the Grizzlies would have won today. They would have been in the play in, but they lost. So I think if the Blazers and the Suns win, that would be the play-in. Oh, okay, yes. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which yeah. leads so they're me pretty to much my next we're matchup. we're pretty much locked into a play-in at this point. I mean, as long as yeah, as long like at this point, no team can can all out get the last spot. Now, yeah, now playing play that same day, we got the Suns and the Sixers. Uh, so we know who Cliff's picking, but who you got? Absolutely. Tom? This, I, I got to take the Suns too. The Sixers are toast. They just lost their best player. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that too. I mean, Joel Embiid. And I got, yeah. I got Suns. I got Suns, and it's not close. Yeah, I don't Ooh. think it's gonna be close either. I don't think. It's, I think they lost a lot of their defensive prowess, and gotcha. you know, obviously, obviously, a lot of their offensive prowess too. I mean, you get okay. the, they, they're giving and the leader they're in giving gone. Al Horford like forty minutes, bro. Give me the Suns by 
they're going to cover. By take the over. <laughs> Definitely take the over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because like, who's guarding? Who's guarding D book? Shake Milton. <laughs> give me, give me. D book's going to drop forty. Minimum. And see, like, I hate Minimum. that. I, to, I hate that I had to say that like that because that's disrespectful. Shake Milton, he, he be hooping. No disrespect to Shake Milton, but. You understand. But he's he's not gonna stop D Book from getting where not he wants. Where where he wants, when he wants, how he wants. For real. All D Book is playing this craziest man. He's playing like TJ Warren. I haven't seen anybody hoop like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, no one is playing like TJ Warren is the bubble goat. That's Bro, the best yeah, player is, in, in August NBA history. He looks so good. <laughs> August yeah, NBA is. history. <laughs> Yo, for real. But no, while we're on that, like I want to shout out. There's a, there's a couple guys that's out here right now that are earning themselves a paycheck and like they're about to get a deal off of this bubble mm. um tj warren already got paid but he should be he's obviously gonna be on the radar of a lot of teams now his his quote the other day saying uh you know i'm worth more than cash considerations like that's <laughs> that's like the hardest quote of the bubble so far like that was i was like yes yes it's, but when we were talking earlier about well when i was saying that phoenix you know bad teams that people don't get a chance to watch a lot like well tj warren's been averaging 20 for like three seasons so like this actually mm -hmm. isn't really surprising like that's literally why he has an nba deal is because he's a scorer it's just that he's yeah. hot right now but yeah like, he's on a, he's this definitely isn't, on a his yeah. bubble games are definitely an uptick of his norm but for sure it's not, he's it's not, not out of the realm of possibility yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So T.J. Warren has been going crazy. Um. Fred Van Vliet is about to get a super bag. Thank you. Yeah, he's he's been he he's been worth it for what three seasons? Yeah. He's just proven it even more and more. Like he's and good for he's him, so man. solid, especially with his story and just how he came into the league and everything. How hard he had to work. I just he's so solid. You love to see. It. Um. He's he's one it. of my he's one of my favorite guys to watch right now. Oh, like for sure. his everything about him, his demeanor, the way he takes the game, the way he takes his interviews. Like he's just. For sure. He's a guy that you root for. Like, he's like one of those guys, like, you can't hate him. If if uh, anything should tell you about his game, watching the finals last year, and I see Steph Curry get side, like, he's struggling. basically, he, no, he was, a, no, he ran over. He, he let that clay. He said switch. He asked for a switch. He said, I can't guard him. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, come on oh, now. Man. So, I mean, not like Steph's the greatest defender, but come on. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. Fred is Fred is yeah. a problem. Oh, my bad. Trey, okay, here. Okay, well, just quick ones. Uh, Jalen Brown earning his deal, showing that he's elite. Uh, Jalen Brown been elite. If anybody didn't think Jalen Brown was elite, like, just, well, some people are on. Some people are you're, uncertain. You're listening to the wrong podcast if you don't think Jalen Brown's elite. That dude's and, been elite. No, he's been great. I'll give, I'll I, give I think the, Kyrie I'll give the last nod. His, you know, growth. But well, I mean, they, well, they have a funny situation. We'll talk about it later, though. Mm. Um. Last night, I'll give it out to Gary Trent. Gary Trent Jr. He's Ooh, back yeah. up off the Blazers right now. That boy yes. averaging 20 off the bench. He's about mm -hmm. to get paid. Yeah, he making everything. He's hooping he's, in the bubble. And and he's talking that talk. <laughs> Facts. I mean, you, you can should, talk man. when you're putting he up 21 good. a night. He looks so, good. Big ups to him, man. The bubbles is doing serving him well. Agreed. All right. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, gentlemen. Well, again, we still on this bubble, so we're going to keep it rocking with the bubble. Heading into one of our favorite segments. Quotes, but this time it's a little spin. We all in the bubble, so it's time for bubble quotes. You said. You said. You said. You said. You said. What? What? Whoa! What? Wow. All right. So we got a couple of quotes. Everything is NBA bubble related. So I'll start off with an easy one. Here we go. Get my man out of Phoenix. It's not good for him. It's not good for his career. I need my man to go somewhere he can play great basketball all the time and win. 
End of quote. That's going to cost you fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> $50,000. No less. No less. Big ups to him while we're at it because he's been doing great as an analyst with on the CNT show. He was breaking down tape the other day. Like he's he's a natural. I think he should look into that. Yeah. Oh, for him sure. and Charles Bar- he, him and Charles watch. Barkley should have a show together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I'd watch that. That's 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 high quality television. Well, I watch Chuck and anybody. I mean, <laughs> just, but but yeah, Dre. Yeah, he he did a really good job. I mean, you know, went in there paying more than he came in, but still. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's something to look at. All right. Well, good stuff. Uh, moving on. Uh, we got another one. He should have been here three years ago. We get on his case about that all the time. I feel like we could have, I feel like we could have been in the finals last year if we had him. End of quote. That's, uh, that's either Dame or CJ talking about Melo. One Boom. or two. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's it. On the money. Yeah, that's Dame Dollar. Talking about Carmelo Anthony and his free agency decision and how he should have came to the Blazers. I mean, what do you think? Fact of, fa- uh, like facts or foolishness? No, they weren't beating Kevin Durant. Yeah, they weren't. The they weren't. Yeah, no, not yeah, even I close. Agree. They they aren't. They weren't even built to compete with that team, much less beat them. Three years younger, Melo. I mean, I don't know. I'll give him. I'll give him two games, four two, but that, okay. that they're not winning the series. No, I see. I think Melo in his career now. Uh, is still very. I mean, he's still he's still very very good. He's still extremely good player. But his mentality now is what's more important. So three years younger, sure, that's great. But the thing is, is that he's one gonna three years ago. He's gonna be the guy that wants the ball. He wants to take those shots that Dame Lillard was taking three years ago. True, true. And and I think that would cause a problem. Versus now, he takes him. He doesn't take himself as seriously, but he takes the game more seriously. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, that that makes sense. I, I think he so, it's like, less he, of he, ego for him now. It's more just yeah, yeah, basketball. yeah. He's he's just yeah. He just wants a ring. Like he just wants a ring. And so whatever he needs to do to better that team as a whole, he's going to do, and that's fine with him. And I don't think three years ago that would have been the case. So I agree with mm. I agree with Cliff. Like that that whole statement's a cap, but. You know, the, it, it, it's definitely putting Portland in a position right now to make a case for themselves. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't think it's fully capped. I think I think it merits consideration. Um, you know, I mean, Dame's a problem. You know, and I'm not I'm not going to read this other quote because we'd all know it. But I mean, you know, Dame was sending guys home on his own. So I just I do feel like if he maybe had, <laughs> you know, just a level of just that that level of caliber even it even though it was mellow kind of on that back end mellow was still a problem um i, I feel like it definitely could have made a difference you know may, maybe a, a game seven i mean i can't think of too many people who i feel like if you could just get them to a game seven it's almost like a guarantee and i look at dame mellow's another one where i'm like yo like <laughs> i mean get those guys to a game seven it's it's over like i don't see him losing Okay. But, um, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Wait. But, hold on. Uh, so you said so you said that they wouldn't lose with Melo. No, I'm saying if you're right? able to. I'm saying if you're able to get if you're able to get to a game seven with either of those guys. I'm just saying like there's there's certain individuals where you're like yo, if Dame Lillard's in a game seven, I I, I don't see him losing that game. If Carmelo Anthony finds his way to a game, I, I just they're so clutch. I don't see. Guys like that losing game sevens. I was about being to ask, put like, in what, that kind of what position. has Melo shown you that makes you feel that way? That if he gets to a game seven, he wouldn't lose. Melo's one of the but most that's, we could, but we could, we've ever seen. I mean, I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's 
outlandish to say. Uh, I mean, yeah, but... Uh, okay. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. But, you know, we'll, we'll go back <laughs> and look at the tape. But I'm just saying. I just... If I you're mean, he's... No, Melo is every, elite. Every, you know, Nick, like, every uh, Knicks and Nuggets fan right now is like, yes, yes, more Melo love. Uh, but I'm, no, I'm telling you, No, every one of them is like, no, no, because yeah. they're Knicks, nah, and, Knicks and Nuggets nah, they, fans. Like, yeah. they, Carmelo Anthony did more for the Knicks organization last 20 years and I don't know, insert name here. Like, I just, exactly. nobody's done anything. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly, exactly. So why would he, they be he, cheering that he's not there anymore? <laughs> because look at where they are now. <laughs> I mean, he kept that franchise relevant for like seven years. So that's... Yeah, they were, they were I'm, relevant I'm give, too. Nah, they were never relevant. Not since... Uh, 99 yeah, but, um, yeah but you know it is what it is we'll we'll give him his roses um all right on to the on to the next one i'm going with lebron i think the year lebron has had in resurrecting that lakers franchise i think that that has to stand for something end of quote oh i seen this i forgot i, I seen it too and i don't i can't remember who said it me just now i just no no i'm playing no so <laughs> Somebody else likes LeBron's game. Is that not is that not Draymond again talking about who he would pick for MVP? It sure is. I know you wouldn't All think right. two Draymond quotes in one episode. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah, that's Dre talking about who he would pick for his MVP. Um, so, which again, which leads me to my next question: um, Facts. I mean, who who's y'all's MVP? Are, are we looking at Bron? Are we looking at Giannis? Uh, James Harden? I mean, who would be the pick for you guys? If I'm going by numbers. James Harden has to be. It has to be. It By numbers. Don't, don't even get your hopes up for that, bro. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be LeBron. Like, to be, to, okay. So, to, I don't who know. is going to be MVP is going to be LeBron. No, no, no. It's going to be LeBron. I think it's going to be Giannis. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to I think lie. it's Giannis. Yeah. No, Giannis, I think it's Giannis gonna going to be, going back to back. I don't think it's, it's, think a, it's, it's be a media because vote. It's, the, it's a media vote. Yeah, but, uh, okay. So, there is not a better narrative than LeBron James. Getting the trade that he wanted last year in free agency this year, or I'm sorry, nah. in the trade this this off season, going on to you know dominate the league, be the first, the one seed, the first team to lock in, the one seed, like not bigger than the Giannis, man. They there. look at Giannis and they love them some Giannis, man. They Giannis love them some Giannis. Giannis is going back to back with his second round exit. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> I mean. It's possible, but yeah, I mean, back-to-back He MVP. is not looking good right now, so I don't know, man. But I guess LeBron isn't looking good either. The beard's looking real good, though. Yeah, real yeah, James good. is looking great. He's looking great. We'll see what happens come playoff time. I'm excited to see what happens there. All right, and the final quote, one of the most talented guys I have ever played against. And of course, that's, that that's, 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 that's Tiago talking about me. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> that is he didn't get this work on the field though. That is not, not on the court. Giannis <laughs> talking about Luca. Yes. That's Giannis talking about Luca. Yes, absolutely. That's Giannis giving praise, recognizing Luca Doncic and his European game. Love. I need to talk to Wesley Matthews. That boy was getting, bro. He had him <laughs> dancing out there, son. I'm like, ew. Luca, Luca was Luca's tough, bro. Luca is tough. Luca, Luca. Yeah, that game was it was hard to watch, but it was mad entertaining. <laughs> oh man, for sure. I mean, that, that kid and, and and Cyborg Kristaps was looking good. I mean, real yeah, the good. Mavs, the, the Mavs definitely look like they're clicking in a way that they haven't looked so far this season. 
I mean, I don't think I think it I think it's a little too little too late, but they they definitely the last couple of games have 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 put it into a different gear and you can see it. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it'll be fun to see them against the Clippers. I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna win, but I think it'll be fun. I, I give them I give them a game. Four one at most. Yeah. I give them a game. Nice. Yeah. I give them a game. But you know, because they score a lot of points and you know, maybe playoff P shows up. <laughs> No, no disrespect to Paul George. Well, actually, that's all disrespect. That was all disrespect. <laughs> I love Paul George, though. I, I really, really do. But his playoff do record you? speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's... I mean, I'm just saying. Every time, I always think about that Gatorade commercial where he's like, no OT tonight. But I've never seen that in real life. And again, so I don't you're mean coming, that. You're talking... You're <laughs> telling me you love Paul George. You are out here cooking my I, man right now, bro. I love, I love PG, though. I love PG. Like his Ball game, game. I love it. <laughs> Ball Never. game. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, we'll see what happens. PG, I just, PG, I, PG uh, his game, I'd say the last... I don't know. The last few years. I mean, like, we could see him... We could see him on the Pacers grow into his own, but then I think once he moved on from the Pacers, like his growth every year has he's gotten better and better every year. Oh, for sure. And and like it's again, almost, it's almost he clear. came back from a catastrophic injury. So I mean, for him to even yeah. be where he's at right now and to be considered what third in MVP voting uh, last season or whatever or a season ago, two yeah, he went ago. crazy last year. That's he almost incredible. was defensive. Yeah, he almost was defensive player of the year last year. Facts. Hold on, but here, all right. So let's end it on a funny note. So him and Dame are having beef right now on social media, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, so Dame commented on Instagram because, you know, Pat Bev waved them off after he missed the free throws or whatever. And he was Pat like, I already knocked both of them out in the playoffs. And Paul and Paul George is like, I don't know, he's something to the lines of, he's going to you get this sent year. home this year. Yeah. And this guy, Dame, said, well, you keep switching teams. You running from the grind. Now, let me tell you, when I read that, I had tears coming down my face, bro. I was crying. I would have deleted <laughs> all my socials. Chumps. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he you like, boys is chumps. <laughs> he was like, you keep switching teams. You running from the grind, bruh. What? That was... Had Paul George on Instagram telling his life story. Oh, you hate Oh, this. yeah. No, I saw that. I saw that. That was... <laughs> bro. I mean... See, you think I'm cooking PG. You need to check with Dame Dollar. <laughs> bro, that's, that's Dame. Uh, Dame's... Hell, people th- don't think Dame's been a killer. Like, D- Dame's been a killer for uh, years, bro. Years. Dame's been a killer. Like, why do you... Like, why people think you can just come at this man and not get this work is crazy to me. And he never it matter says on, on the court, on the court, on social media. That doesn't matter, bro. Like, look at the way his game. No, but that's my point. His, his game reflects his attitude for him. He never has to yeah. say anything. And that's when but I love when him, him and Russ go at each other. Russ is doing all this talking. Dame is silent because it's like Dame's nah, like, I'm just he going, ain't silent. Well, he ain't you, silent. you know, for he the most part, silent. he'll be, he'll be he like, just, give me the ball he, real quick. Let me pop from yeah. like logo. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm a huge Dame fan. You guys can hate on that all you want. I'm a huge Dame fan. Nah, ain't nobody hating. I'm a huge. I got I got the fives right here. I got I still got to get the sixes. Ruthless. Uh, yeah, huge Dame fan. I mean, honestly, he might be the best point guard in the game right now. Yeah. I don't think that, that. I don't think that's hot. Yeah, I don't think know. that that's hot. No. There yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Well, plenty of more bubble to look forward to. Playoffs coming soon. Guys, the NBA is back and. I, I think we couldn't be happier. The world couldn't be happier. Sports couldn't be happier. So looking forward to a lot more coming soon. Well, that's going to do it for us today on this episode of Triple Overtime. Make sure you guys check us out on all platforms. Uh, leave us a review. 
Uh, if you agree with our takes, disagree with our takes, you know where we're at. Instagram, Twitter, at 3OT Podcast. Um, stay locked in. We got some great interviews and great content coming your way. So be sure to check that out. But until next time, this is Tiago alongside Tony and Cliff signing off.